dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Hello and welcome to day seven of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 days of Christmas specials, specials. Tonight I'm Joe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who I will be tomorrow, but tonight I'm Joe. And with me as usual is Mitch. Hello, Hello. Mitch. We're getting closer and closer, aren't we? Seven days in. Mm-hmm. And we've got a bit of a treat for us today as we are looking at a very venture Christmas, which is one of the specials on the end of the season one DVD of the Venture Brothers and came out in 2004. So a fairly modern episode compared to the 80s and 90s and 1913 that we've been watching previously. Yeah, so for the Venture Brothers, for those who don't know, it's a Adult Swim Cutter, which is essentially a piss take or tribute to Johnny Quest, yep. which is a 1960s Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I think so. Which starred Johnny Quest, who was the son of a doctor, yep. and they went on adventures around the world. Yeah, and with his sidekick friend, who was like a little... Indian boy or something like that and they had a bodyguard with them Rick Bannon I think his name was yes and yeah so they, they, they went on adventures yep. very Hanna-Barbera of, of its time now this is essentially they're playing on the fact that that's Johnny Quest grown up so it's set nowadays and he is the son of an adventurer who used to go on adventures with his his father and bodyguard bodyguard yeah yeah but he's in, he's inherited his father's money and he's he's a doctor himself doctor venture but he's um Instead of Quest, obviously. So he's in charge of the family business yep. now. And he has two sons of his own. You never really see his their mother, but his sons are quite... They're, they're man-children, yes. really. They're sort of... I think they're meant to be in their late teens, but they sort of act a little younger. One's very effeminate, the other one's very childish, even more childish than the other one. Yep. And he's embarrassed by his children in this show. I mean, it's very wrong. Like, yes, it is attributed to this old Hanna-Barbera cartoon, but it is so wrong. In so a typical adult swim way, same as how, like, Harvey Birdman and, and stuff like that. Yep. So, and they've got a bodyguard of their own. Like Rick Bannon in the original Johnny Quest, they've got Brock Sampson, who's voiced by... Patrick Warburton. Putty himself. And The Tick. Yes. Famous voice actor. Famous voice. Yes. They have these adventures going around. But they're not adventures as in, let's go, you who. Well, actually, the two kids, which are the Venture Brothers, who are the titular characters, they're actually not the main characters in the show. Yes, it's named after them too, but they're not. They're just a part of the ensemble cast. And you wouldn't call him a superhero, like Dr. Venture, but he has an arch nemesis. Yes. Who is Dr. Monarch, or just the Monarch. The Monarch. The Monarch, who is dressed like a Monarch butterfly. And he has a girlfriend called Dr. Girlfriend, who is a very hot-looking woman wearing a Jackie Onassis dress, but she has the voice of a man for whatever reason it's never explained you don't go into it it just is this voice of a man on this woman later on in the series they do get married and she becomes Mrs Monarch but that's relevant to the episode we're watching right now yeah and he's also got his not really his rival but the other magician that he hangs out with he lives on the property yeah with his daughter and he's a bit like Doctor Strange Doctor Orpheus who lives there and he enjoys in their, their adventures with them yep. I mean, there's a few people who, there's, a, there's a midget with an eye patch and there's an albino <laughs> that also lives lives on the property there's a strange supporting cast yeah there's helper which is their robot companion or um helper i said lives up to his name plus you've got a bunch of villains that sort of procreate the show yeah different times 
he has art, different arch nemesis as it goes on. It, it, it's a show you've got to sort of keep with. You sort of catch one episode here and there, you you won't get everything that's going on because they are there's a lot of layered jokes in the show, and I f- I find it beautifully written. Yeah, I think it's very very funny. I mean, it's not super clever. I mean, it is clever, but it's not. Oh my god, this is so well written. It's just like it's just damn good. Yeah, and wrong. And this episode shows how wrong it can be. Yeah. So the plot of the Christmas special is Doctor Venture wakes up or is in the middle of a nightmare and he's pretty much living the nightmare of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Yes, he's sort of talking to the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. But he wakes up and he realises, oh, it's Christmas Day, I can still do this, I can live in the past. And then he gets a red nose and floats around for a bit and then basically wakes up for a second time and he is actually asleep on a remote control that's flicking through Christmas <laughs> channels and he's living the TV shows. Yeah. So it's sort of like, oh, this is a strange Venture Brothers episode to start with, going, where are we going with this? But he totally came back to what you expect. In typical Venture Brothers fashion, really. Yeah. And it goes on to, they're having a Christmas party. So all the in the background, there's all the rotating cast of characters hanging out in the back you've got Hank and Dean which are the the sons all sort of getting excited about Christmas and they're looking for the best story to tell well you know which one can we do can we do the Grinch no we did that last year and also they're looking for their Christmas presents around the house and while Hank is looking for his Christmas present he gets caught by by Brock saying your your presents aren't there and he goes I'm just looking for the Christmas videos and he ends up finding some porn videos (laughs) while he was up there which was it Um, Jingle Balls Jingle Balls Miracle on 69th Street Frothy the Blow Man (laughs) yes so if you get you're getting an idea where the jokes can go in this show yeah and he's like what are those elves doing with Mrs. Claus and he's like they're not elves they're dwarves <laughs> so yes and then they've got a little nativity scene and, and Hank says oh Baby Jesus is out of the manger. Yeah. <laughs> and Brock kind of takes that to mean something completely different. Checks his fly. Checks his fly, yeah. It's all good. So th- that kind of gives you an idea of the level of humour that we- we've got on But it's very punchy. Like yeah. it's, it's snap, 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 snap. The lines are delivered. And you sort of got to watch them twice because you miss a lot you of gags because they're right in there. Because there's one line in this that I remembered for years. And that's what it goes on to the plot. That, Like I said, Hank and Dean were looking for a Christmas story to tell everyone and the Grinch they couldn't do so we're looking for a good one so they got Dr. Orpheus's magic book out thinking there might be something in here Dean mistakenly reads one of the incarnations and so Dean inadvertently summons Grampus which is a legend that used to steal children I think it was a Christmas legend of this creature that was steal children well he does run around with a basket on his back with children in it so that makes sense yeah and he's sort of just causing havoc in the party just harassing people and they're going he's very strange and goes well he's Germanic in nature (laughs) and I've always used that line since like that's when something not many times you can use that line but when people give me the right feed i will use it back and then there was a damn good rogering there was (laughs) the next seed the krampus has grabbed dr venture and he's got him on all fours and he's um he's sorting out the uh, wicked people (laughs) yes that's right he's attacking the wicked people and then yeah, Brock, pretty much Brock comes along and saves the day and hits him with his sack Christmas sack because he's just a Santa and as they're about to fight the clock strikes 12 and his job is done yeah it's Christmas is over and he can leave and he just walks out of the room and it was just such a strange episode yes but it's definitely one you have to know it helps to know yeah the show 
because you've got to know the characters and know why they be- behave the way they do because they're all pretty much fucked up. Hmm. I, I think we have actually mentioned the Venture Brothers on the on the show before. Earlier on when I think you were watching season four when it took a bit of a turn and they started showing nudity and swearing a bit more. <laughs> yeah, so this is before that. So yep. there's a few bleeps in here as opposed to letting it go. Exactly. And this is on the DVD as well, so they don't have to bleep it really because they could just rate it higher, but I don't know if they kept the rating lower by bleeping it or it was just always going to be bleeped. And Who knows? There's no alternative. Yes. Well, that was probably a little bit of adult humour for us. I think tomorrow for day eight, we're going back to something a little bit more kid-friendly and we're looking at a weird... Jingle Balls? Yes. Miracle on 69th Street? That's the one. We're going back to a strange stop-motion animation from Czechoslovakia from 1960, which I can't think of the actual name of it right now, but it translates to The Midnight Adventure. So maybe it is a little bit like the movies that Brock was watching. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there for today, for day seven, and we'll be back tomorrow for day eight. So we'll see you then. See ya. Open sleigh, no one has open sleigh.